0: I'm Crispin. In this podcast, we will be listening to the Adventures in Odyssey radio show that has been put out by Focus on the Family for the past 30 years. If you grew up evangelical like us, there's a good chance you've heard an episode or two. We'll be on the lookout for themes and messages in the show that coincide with and sometimes depart from God's vision for his kingdom in the world. Thanks for listening with us. way better than Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Okay so this is our 10th episode.
1: Wow.
0: Um however not all of those episodes have seen the light of day. Wait which one
1: did we not air? The
0: first one. Oh
1: it was terrible you guys. Crispin was really bad at podcasting at that point. Yes
0: I had like digital stage fright. I don't know I just would stop talking mid sentence Yeah. You. It was pretty bad. Said nothing. Right.
1: Left me hanging.
0: Yep. So, um today we're going to talk about family values. So this aired in 1993, September 11th actually. Oh. So uh which was memorable, obviously. Well, I mean it was memorable when I read that date oh, to okay. me. Okay. It was not memorable at the time. <laughs> in
1: 1993, right. Right. How uh, old were
0: you I um, when I aired? Okay, so I was... Let's see. I was all about to turn something. I'm not sure what age I was about to turn. Seven or eight. I was born in September 23rd. Yeah, I was nine. 1986. So I was about to turn seven. Right, okay. Yeah. So, and this was another episode that my family had growing up. So that's in part why I wanted to do it. And also because... Um, We had other options that were, like, really intense. So we have some things on our list coming up that deal with, like, child mortality, the American flag. Oh, no. And so we decided to just do something a little more fun this time. Yeah. So people
1: don't think we're, like, anti-Odyssey.
0: Right, yeah. And this... uh, I, I think I am. I think you are, too. This was on the Classics uh, album that came out with their, like, 20th year or 30th year anniversary or whatever. 20th year. Um, and it was on the What a Character CD, so it was supposed to be funny, which it was. What? Well, you know, those wrath bones. So it starts out with... Bart going to Mr. Whitaker at what's end and saying, "I need to make my family stronger." I need to make my family stronger. Wait, and wait, wait.
1: Can we back up for a second? Yes. For people who don't know Adventures in Odyssey, like me, the Rathbones are like the bad people, right?
0: Yes. And so
1: Rodney is that his name. No, Bart is the dad. Yes. Bart Rathbone is the dad. Right. And his and he was in the family's bad.
0: And he was in the last episode. We
1: right, right, right. I'm just you know.
0: Yeah. Right. Yes. And so, yeah, he's a, a crooked businessman, um, and his son is the town bully. Yeah,
1: something they mentioned a few times in this episode, they mentioned the Electric Castle. Yes. What's that?
0: Yeah, so that is, it's like the, it's the nemesis of Wits End, because it's all video games <gasps> and godless entertainment. Is
1: that really what he says?
0: Well, actually, I don't know. I think it's just an electronics store, but... Yeah, it is. So I'm thinking of Doctor it- Blackard's castle or something. I'm mixing things up.
1: Well, anyways, it sounds like a cool place.
0: I think it's just an electronic store.
1: Except I hate video games.
0: Yeah, I think it's no. I was I was confusing some things there. Uh, the electronic, um,
1: the electric, cla-
0: <laughs> electric
1: <laughs> castle. I got this part. Yes. So what is the electric castle?
0: So the electric castle is just Bart's electronic store where you can buy stereos and TVs, etc. Oh. Right.
1: That's not as cool as a name made it out to
0: be. Yep. So, he comes in, says uh, to Mr. Whitaker, I want to make my family stronger. Mr. Whitaker starts to give him a spiel about uh, making your family healthier and stronger, and he interrupts him and says, no, I want to make my family stronger by Monday.
1: I need to make my family stronger by Monday. Monday?
0: Yeah. Um, and it turns out that Rodney, his son, had submitted an essay uh, to some family magazine about how they're an amazing family. And so Bart really, and he had won the contest or was in the finalists. So he really wanted um, to win primarily because that would mean that they would get a lot of free advertising for the Electric Palace, right?
1: It's a castle or a palace. I'm pretty
0: sure it's palace. Witt gives them a book, but says, Caveat, building families takes time. Like I said before, uh, uh, building strong families takes time. And so then they go, and they uh, the next scenes are them trying these family things out, like eating dinner together instead of eating dinner in front of TV, uh, singing to Rodney lullabies. Lullaby and Being goodnight good night. Go, go to, to sleep, little Rodney, Rodney wrestling, um, so they are these just kind of silly scenes where it doesn't go well. Um, and then moves on and they decide they're not going to be able to improve their family, but they can tear down the other family that's in the running, the Johnsons. This
1: family can't be as perfect as they seem, Rodney.
0: So they go and Rodney tries to get the kids to argue, um, but the kids are arguing about who has the more beautiful singing voice in the sense that uh, the two siblings are saying, no, you do, no, you do. You have a great voice. It's not as pretty as yours. It's every bit as pretty as mine. Sam, I think you're very talented. It makes me upset that you don't want to share it. I didn't know it was making you upset. I'm sorry. Does that mean you'll join? Yeah, if you want me to. Good. Come on. Let's go get a soda at wit's end.
1: Maybe me want to die. Right. Listening to that. But we'll get there, right? Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. I'm doing an overview. Okay, okay. Um, then Bart's wife tries to catch the mom of this other family shoplifting. Um, doesn't work out well. And then Bart goes to the dad and, and says, Hey, I bet you have stuff hidden in your garage that you don't want your wife to see. Stuff that I wouldn't want the wife to see. If you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Of course, I'm sure you don't have anything like that in here. Which... I think is probably the only reference to pornography in *Adventures in Odyssey*. Right. Um, and he was like, "You're right, I do. I have this flyer that uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take my kids to my family to this resort, and uh, I should just tell them now instead of keeping it a surprise." And then the Johnsons find out that the Rathbones really want to win so they concede um and say you can just have have it so then the judges come after that and to interview the family turns out in that meeting uh bart didn't actually read the essay but it turns out that rodney claimed that he was a doctor and doris was doing some other important work so it became very clear very quickly that they were not who they said they were and they lost the contest doctor yes Rodney wrote all about your medical practice and your career as a trial lawyer, Mrs. Rathbone. What? So, so, Rodney wrote all of this, huh? Oh, yes, and we have all sorts of questions about it.
1: Yeah. So, no offense, but even, like, you recapping it is boring. (laughs) I I could see your eyes are I (laughs) (laughs) had to listen to this episode three times just to even, like, figure out what was going on. And maybe that's because... It's titled Family Values, which I'm like, oh my gosh, here we go. We're going to figure out what Focus on the Family thinks is Family Values, and we're going to discuss that. But they don't actually talk about that at all. So right. it is just a really silly story, although I feel like there's some real heartache under it. Like, maybe Rodney writing this essay, like, pretending it's family as amazing as a cry for help. But anyways... <laughs> I it's, feel like
0: you're the only person that has ever listened so to that and thought that.
1: Like... He wants his family to be better or something, but yeah. you know, overall, it was just sort of a forgettable essay. I guess I can an my...
0: episode. Yeah. Okay. Oops. No, just
1: so. But you listened to this when you were a kid, right? Mm-hmm. What did you like it?
0: Um. Yeah, I did. Uh, a lot of it went over my head. Again, this was one of those that I listened to when I was like five or six. So, you know, That's I, so weird. I didn't I... understand a lot of it.
1: I just asked Ramona, our daughter, who is six, almost seven. What she thought about the Rathbones, and she mm. told me they were mean. And I was like, "What do you think about their family?" And she said they were bossy.
0: Oh, which is interesting.
1: And then I said, "Well, what do you think about like Wit and his family?" And she was like, "Oh, he's really nice. He's a really good guy." But then she just looked at me. She was like, "But his wife passed away," <laughs> which is one of the saddest things I've ever heard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> then I asked her, you know, what she thinks are good family values Mm. and this is what she said she said being kind being nice and having high
0: spirits
1: (laughs) 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 which i asked her what that meant she said being happy oh so we are high-spirited family aren't we Mm -hmm. yeah most days. So that's Ramona's take, guys, on what family values are. But that's, let's talk about that. Yeah. According to this episode, what are family values? Whit says a few things. He doesn't say a lot, and I'm actually having a hard time remembering. But according to him, what are family values?
0: Yeah. I mean, he basically just says uh, building a stronger family takes time, and you can't rush it. And I think he does say spending time together. Is the one thing that he Yeah, that investing
1: he in each other or getting to know each other, mm-hmm. spending time together. I don't...
0: Well, Bart, strengthening your family is a lengthy process.
1: Building relationships takes a great deal of quality time and effort. I was like, yeah, I actually really
0: agree with that. Right, yeah, definitely. Um,
1: even us, like, no, you know, our daughter has some sensory processing issues, and we are just having to relearn how to connect with her where she's at, and that is so important for I a family. Otherwise, yeah. you can just... Miss each other, I think. So, yeah. I was like, okay, Mr. Whitaker, I agree with you for once. And Mm -hmm. I think, like, later on, he says something about um, honesty and I forget what else. But everything he said, I was like, yeah, I'm tracking with Mr. Whitaker. These are good family values. But it was more like the implied stuff that I had an issue with.
0: Well, he gives Bart this book...
1: What is this book? Like you kind of gloss over that in your overview. Right. But basically, Bart was like, I want want to read a book that will help my family be a good family. But don't you at least have a book of guidelines that we can look
0: at or something? And
1: I think Mr. Whitaker was like, okay, you can go look in the library under the families section. I'm sure you'll find something. But then Bart does get a book or like Mr. Whitaker gives him the book. Gives
0: him the book, yeah.
1: But like what book is it? I'm so confused. Well, was, it, was it a book by Dr. Dobson?
0: Do you know any titles of books by Dr. Dobson well, no. off the top of your head? Yes.
1: The, the Strong Willed Child.
0: Oh, right. Yeah.
1: And I remember one. It was the one that said that Barbies were bad. Oh. My mom read that book. Anyways, <laughs> the book that came to my mind while I was listening to this was The Book of Virtues. Because I remember my family reading that when I was a kid, and it was, like, this big deal. We got this big book of virtues, and we'd, like, read a story every night. And I'm like, I don't know what any of the virtues were. Like, if you would ask me right now, I'd be like, uh, moralism? I don't know. Hmm. Like, if you do good, you'll end up with good things, which is actually not biblical at all. And so that's what came to my mind when Mr. Whitaker was talking, because that book is all about, like, family values, morals. Read this to your kids, and they'll become good little patriots or whatever um and i actually just looked up the guy who wrote that book or compiled it or whatever william j bennett and he's a scary scary dude like, in what way well i mean this it shouldn't be surprising but it still is but he basically was like one of the main war on drugs guys like mm. under george w bush and you can just google things he said about african-American people and abortion rates and crime and i just it's like absolutely horrific um and as we all know the war on drugs is an extremely racist policy which i think even now is just really being brought to light with um, you know heroin now being the number one cause of death in people under 50 in America but We are not treating it as a war on drugs and incarcerating people because it's mostly affecting white people at this point. And so I think it's really revealing how we've treated um, people who are black in America, and especially these policymakers and lawmakers. So William J. Bennett is one of these people who wrote this whole book called The Book of Virtues, about here's how to have a virtuous family, all the while enacting these policies that have led to an absolute crisis of incarceration rates of black males that unfairly targeted them.
0: Right, which amongst, uh, uh, there are so many impacts, and one of those being separation of families. I
1: know! So I was just like, I know I shouldn't be surprised, but I still am. And I think, not to get too deep here, um, but, like, I really liked my childhood. I loved growing up in a strong Christian family. But even just things like researching the guy who wrote this book that my family read at night and realizing like how toxic his theology or I don't even know if he's a Christian, right? Like if he, if he truly believes that he and other probably white people are superior to others, like how can he have the love of God in him? I just go down this huge spiral. Okay. Yes, you do. Yes, I do.
0: Let's go to, (laughs) it's, it's related. Uh, I mean, we can understand what's in the book because Bart talks about what they're supposed to do. Right. And I was really impacted by the first scene of the family together uh, because um, it talks about them watching TV when they eat meals. And then there's this reference to, you know, they said, why are are we eating together? Is is, uh, one of the uncles getting out of jail? We're eating in here tonight.
1: In the dining room. Last time we did that was when Uncle Lanny came. Oh, <gasps> he's not getting out of jail, is he? Quick, hide the silver. No, 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 no. It's got nothing to do with Uncle Lanny. Now sit.
0: So there's like this reference to like they have a family member who's incarcerated. Yeah. And then Bart is like, oh, we're gonna instead of watching TV, we're gonna sit down and look at each other, which Dora says.
1: Then I definitely won't
0: be able to eat. Which is funny, but um, he also. Uh, puts on classical music, right? So there are these cultural norms. I don't think any of those things are, like, moral issues, right? We got to start acting like normal families act.
1: That's the thing. Like, culture has been equated with morality. Right. And I think we need to be honest here and say white, middle-class culture, right? Yes. Has been equated with morality, which I think that this episode really upholds. We're also going to show those judges that we got culture.
0: What is that? Classical music. It aids the digestion. I think it's working.
1: I'm starting to get sick. The Rathbones, you know, are they poverty culture or not? I mean, there's lots of talk about potato chips. Now put the chips down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, <laughs> TV watching. Uh, stuff like that, which to me, seemed very classist.
0: Right, yeah. Not listening to classical music, right? Classical music, definitely like middle class, upper middle class sort of thing, culturally. Yeah. But then culturally. other
1: things were just kind of sad, though, like singing lullabies to your kids and right, stuff like that. Um, well,
0: I mean, Rodney is a teenager. Right. So that's it's true. okay that they don't sing them lullabies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. But yeah, I definitely felt some classist undertones throughout this thing. And the Rathbones are funny... Um, and so even as a kid, I'm wondering, like, as a kid listening to this episode, would you like the Rathbones more or the Johnsons, who are supposedly, like, the perfect family, and they are boring as mm-hmm. S-H-I-T? Like, <laughs> the two kids were literally arguing about, like, who sings better. And I was like, is that supposed to be a joke? Or, and I was trying to think, like, okay, if I was, like, seven years old listening to this... I was, like, a perfect child growing up, and I would even be like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm not like that. Like, I totally fight with my sisters, therefore mm. I'm not good. So even if – I like, that's what I was like, are they – is this trying to be a joke? This is obviously the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Or kind of, like, thinking back to my childhood and the people who made Sunday school curriculum, they really made out good children to be that boring and insipid and stupid. So – Right? What do you
0: think? Yeah. Well, I was just thinking about the message that this sends about families, and I think there are hu- there's huge pressure on Christian families to, like, have it together, right? And so you do sit down and you eat dinner together, but that doesn't mean that the people in the family are healthy or that issues are being addressed. And I think in a lot of ways— um, this sort of, like, narrative that Focus on the Family is pushing through this episode is really damaging because it, it gives this communication that, like, you're not supposed to have issues, you know? And I think it would have been... Wait, I mean, the the thing is, it's... They're like, oh, no, we actually do have problems. And all of their problems are not actually problems. And I think for families, it's really important to recognize, like, yeah, you have problems, and then you work through them, right?
1: Yeah, but even Mr. Whitaker said, like, honesty is really important. I'm like, that's true. Then why can't you, like, show that on this radio program? So it's just kind of mixed messages.
0: Right. I think? Yes. Definitely. We try
1: and eat dinner together as a family, <laughs> and it's terrible. Yes. But we have a two-year-old. <laughs> right. Which makes... Mealtimes, times, just terrible in general.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, like you can try and do these things. Again, going back to whatever this book is. Right. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up was, so the Johnsons, the perfect family, and you're right, that scene where Bart is talking to the dad, being like, don't you have anything hidden in your, like, man cave? He doesn't say man cave, but they would have if that term had existed back then. And this guy, like, seems to, like, not understand him at all and doesn't know what porn is. And I was like, oh, my gosh. That's so weird that they put that in this episode. But anyways, once the Johnsons are sort of like, why did we have all these weird encounters with the Rathbones today? And they're like, oh, because they probably really – they're going to cheat to win because, like, it means so much to them because basically they're a bunch of sad sacks. So then they're like, okay, we're just going to, like, forfeit the contest and go on our vacation. And the dad says something like, I – we're going to, like – believe the bible and repay evil for good
0: we need to talk it over but i think we should do what the bible says and repay evil with good
1: and so that was like the only scripture verse you know in this episode and i just thought like it's really interesting that they did that in this episode For one, I don't think what the Rathbuns were doing was evil. Like, again, it's just sort of sad, right? Right. Like, if they're that desperate to win, like, that's more sad than evil. But also just thinking through, sorry to make all these current day connections, where is that philosophy undergirding, like, any political decision that conservative Republican Christians have made? Let's repay evil with good. You know what I mean? I'm thinking about my friends who are refugees, whose family members no longer can come to America because of Trump's travel ban, right? I'm thinking about undocumented people in America who have... So much trauma in their lives, and are now facing so much more trauma uh, being faced with deportation.
0: Which again would break up families. Yes. Republicans are really good at breaking up families while claiming to have family values. Just want to throw that in there, Kate. Keep going. Right.
1: So that's what I'm saying. Like, I agree. Like, I believe the Bible, and I believe the Bible in the setting of my family and my community, and like politically too. And I just thought, like, can't we just see what the ripple effects would be if we actually took a verse like that seriously? And I don't think refugees are my enemies, nor do I think undocumented people are my enemies. But even if I did, like, how could I then repay them in love, right? Like, how can that be a part of my life? Not just with, like, a neighboring family that I'm trying to win this contest against. But, like, how can I do that with my life? And I think America is totally in a crisis point. Mm -hmm. And we are not, like, repaying evil for good, right? Right. We just aren't. So, what does that mean? What does that mean that that verse was quoted in this episode, and yet Dr. Dobson is a hardcore Trump supporter?
0: You people need to read your Bible. (laughs) That's what the founder of our Bible college said. <laughs> and it's true. Don't you
1: folks ever read your Bibles. But that's the thing. He does read his Bible. And so do we.
0: What do you think about this? So I was struck as well. I listened all the way through to the end of the episode when when Chris, the host of the show, usually wraps it oh, up in a tight... Oh, does
1: she say a verse? No. Oh.
0: Wraps it up in a tight little bow. And she says we shouldn't uh, strive to have better families because we'll win a prize, but because God wants us to. Um, so I was thinking about that. I'm like, why, what does that say? That they weren't able to identify a verse that like really promoted what, you know, whatever they were saying. Yeah.
1: I mean, it kind of goes back to like the whole ethos of focus on the family. There's actually no biblical support to focus on your own nuclear family. Like the Bible is a book of neighbor love. That's what it's about people loving God and loving your neighbor, not just your family. Of course we think families like need to be strong. Like, of course we're gonna pour into our kids. And I think Mr. Whitaker was, was right. Like we are gonna invest in our kids with time and care and attention and honesty, but we can't stop there. Like we have to go to our neighbors and our neighborhood specifically the neighbors who are really not like us. That's what I think is a very clear message in the Bible. Right. People might disagree there. But you can't disagree that it isn't a book about neighbor love. And that doesn't just mean the person who lives next to you, especially if you live in a homogenous neighborhood. (laughs) But, like, our neighbors are in Syria. Our neighbors are in ISIS. Like, our neighbors are all over the world. Um, And there's a lot of biblical support for that, but not just for making your family nice and middle class.
0: Right, yeah. You said it. Great job. I
1: did? (laughs) (laughs) Well, this was supposed to be the funny episode, but it still brings back up a lot. Um...
0: Okay, here's, before we finish, got to throw out there that notice that the good mom in the episode uh, used... Uh, her own bag instead of plastic bags. She's a little environmentalist. That
1: was so fascinating. Right. It's true. One of the things that made her good was the fact that she brought her own reusable bags to the grocery store because... What did they say she cared? No, they didn't say she cared about the earth.
0: They said that she cared about the environment.
1: Which is so funny. Right.
0: Because now
1: we're all, you know, a bunch of climate change deniers.
0: I love it. I mean, I think some of these things that we've highlighted through these... Uh, episodes from the late 80s and early 90s, is that things, I don't know, maybe things have always been really polarized, but it's really interesting to see these, like, Adventures in Odyssey does not always follow the strict Yes, um, that's true. Narrative. It's
1: surprising, and it always makes me think, so that's good. Yeah. But I'm not see, sure I think it's great for, like, five-year-olds or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so if you're listening to this... um First of all, we thank you for listening to our rantings in our closet. They're recording on a kind of warm evening, so we're both kind of sweaty in here. Um, (laughs) Hit us up on Twitter. You can tell us what you want us to talk about, any topics burning up in your brain or episodes you would like us to discuss. Um, Yeah. You know, it would be kind of fun. We should all, like, share pictures of what we looked like when we listened to Adventures in Odyssey.
0: Ooh.
1: Bunch of little nerds. Cute Mm -hmm. little nerds. I would like that. Maybe we'll do that on Twitter coming up here. But we're on Twitter as Prophetic Imagine or the PIS podcast. You can find us on there. And, yeah, thank you so much for listening.
0: This has been an episode of the Prophetic Imagination Station. Check us out on SoundCloud or iTunes and stay tuned for weekly discussions.